You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. All right, welcome back to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. Happy New Year's Day, everyone. Hope you guys had a great Christmas and have been able to enjoy some time off of school or work and spend some time with some family. And along with New Year's Day comes a lot of resolutions or new wishes or desires that people make. Among those resolutions, usually at the top of the list, is I'm going to exercise more or try to lose some weight. So what better way to kick off the new year than to bring back Dr. Libby Richards from Purdue, uh, associate professor in the School of Nursing, to talk about those. Libby, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, thank you for your your time today, and Happy New Year to you. Same to you. So as I mentioned, resolutions, exercise, things that are on the top of people's mind on uh, New Year's Day. You recently had an article uh, published about those types of things. Tell me about that article and why you felt it was important to write that and hit on the topics that you did. So most Americans make some type of resolution or goal in the new year. The trick is keeping up with that resolution. It's easy to make them, not so easy to keep your resolution. And most people tend to focus their resolutions on some type of change in health. Mm -hmm. And as a physical activity researcher, I have lots of people ask me, how can I be more active? How can I lose weight? Where do I start? And so this is a great time of year to help give people some realistic, easy to implement strategies if they're looking to be more active. And what are some of those strategies that are attainable for people? Because a lot of times I think people set too high of goals maybe, and then they, you know, they burn out in the first week or something like that. So talk about maybe setting those attainable, reachable goals. So the good news is you don't have to join a gym or buy special equipment to change your physical activity habits. If you think going to a gym on a regular basis is a strategy that would work for you, then that's what you should aim for. But I like to talk to people about things that they can do just every day to change from sitting or being sedentary to getting some activity in. And the first thing that is important is to set a realistic goal. So if you are not a routinely active person, maybe don't set a goal that you're going to get two and a half hours of activity in each week. Maybe set a smaller goal where you're going to get 45 minutes of exercise in a week and then slowly build up. Because what can happen is if we set a goal that's too lofty or not realistic, then we feel bad when we don't reach our goal. Mm -hmm. And that's where we start to give up. And so start small, slowly build up. And so one way to do that is to make your goal measurable. So you know if you achieve it. So don't say that you want to be more active. Give yourself either a time frame, so many times per week, so much a day. So you know if you're meeting your goal or not. 
And if you can self-monitor using a checklist or an app or a planner where you can actually see on paper or on your computer or on your calendar the progress that you're making, you're more likely to keep going with behavior change. So just the simple act of being able to see your progress can increase your likelihood of meeting that goal and sticking with it. Another thing I think is important to talk about when people say they want to increase their physical activity is they can get frustrated if they don't see a change in their weight, either a change that happens quickly or sometimes a change might not happen for a longer period of time. But there's lots of great benefits that come when we increase our physical activity or get more exercise that are independent of any change in weight. And we can see these benefits sooner than we might see in our weight, for example, or in the way we look. So if you increase your activity, it's proven that you will sleep better, you'll have more energy, you can have a more positive mood. Exercise and physical activity also improve your memory. So if you're forgetting where you're putting your car keys or where you parked, if you increase your activity, it might actually help you remember things better. And all of those changes can happen before you might see um, an outward physical change. And exercise and activity doesn't necessarily mean running or like you mentioned earlier, going to the gym and lifting weights. It can be as simple as walking, right? And I believe that's a, a big focus of your article is they can, this can be achieved by just increasing your walking, right? Exactly. So the Centers for Disease Control recommend that all adults get two and a half hours of moderate intensity activity a week. So that's what we would consider meeting physical activity mm -hmm. guidelines. And the good news is, is brisk walking counts as meeting those guidelines. And you can get those minutes in all throughout the week. It, they don't have to be in 30-minute chunks. You can get those minutes in by parking farther away, taking the stairs, standing up and going for a walk on your lunch break or before you go to work or after dinner. And so those minutes can add up if you can make small changes every day. Awesome. And talking about goals and helping to meet those goals, what are some things people can do to help, to help with that? So when we talk about goal setting, we talk about making your goals smart. And so that stands for setting a specific goal. So it's very clear when you will start, how you will start, so you know if you're getting towards your goal. Make your goal measurable so you can clearly see when you're making progress. Make it action-focused so you know exactly what you need to do to meet your goal. So you could say, instead of saying, increase my activity or be more active, you could say, I'm going to take the stairs instead of the elevator. I'm going to park farther away. I'm going to try to walk for 20 minutes 
five days a week. It's also important that you make your goals realistic. So if you know you hate running or you hate going to the gym, don't set that as your goal. Think of an activity that would be pleasurable to you, something you would enjoy doing that you're more likely to stick with. And check in with your goals. Give yourself a time frame. Either check in at the end of every week or every two weeks so you can see the progress that you're making and know where to readjust when needed. It's also really important to realize everyone slips up. (laughs) Everyone will (laughs) have a relapse with their goal. And don't let one or two setbacks Mm -hmm. derail your whole goal of being more active or eating healthier or whatever it is. Because we're all humans, mistakes happen. Figure out a strategy to try to prevent a slip up from happening again, but get back on track whenever you're able to. And and how important is it to kind of just like celebrate small victories? Maybe you, maybe you achieved those hours of walking or running or whatever, or you've lost a couple pounds, you know, even if your goal is higher, how important is it to celebrate the little milestones to keep people encouraged or motivated to keep going? I think it's extremely important to be proud of yourself and to celebrate achievements along the way. So setting short-term goals or small goals that you can meet and then challenge yourself a little bit further. It's also really important to let others know of the goal that you have and to talk to others as you meet your goals or when you have a slip up because you might find out that some of your friends or family are trying to reach similar goals and you can help each other. And also when other people know about your goals, they can help hold yourself accountable. Awesome. which is sometimes easier when it's a team effort than just your own. Right, right. Yeah, it's always, you know, I find when I run with my son or whatever, or I'm doing something with the family, it's, it's easier to get out there and be active than trying to go out and do it by yourself. <laughs> and that's an excellent example that you can make your changes in physical activity into purposeful behavior. Yeah. So, Make your family time active, Mm -hmm. play tag, or walk somewhere that you would normally drive to. Take your dog for a walk or walk a shelter dog. Mm -hmm. Things that make you feel like you're achieving something in addition to getting physical activity can be helpful because sometimes the act of being active isn't enough to keep you going. But if there's another purpose that ties in with being more active, you're more likely to keep it up. And then how much importance is there on eating habits as well, playing a a factor in this as well? So everything in moderation, (laughs) I would say to you, same with physical activity, same with diet. However, when you're starting to make a behavior change, it might be more helpful to focus on one thing at a time. Sure. So if you think that physical activity is something that you want to target, then get that going and get yourself into a consistent habit before you try to change 
another behavior. You're way more likely to meet a goal that's focused on one health behavior than if you're trying to tie in two health behaviors at the same time. That's understandable. Awesome. Hey, Libby, uh, a lot of the stuff that you mentioned is in your article, and I'm going to put a link to that in the web article that I post so people can easily find that. Any other um, sites or things you would direct people to who you know listen to this and say, oh, how do I remember all that? Or where can I go to help you know keep on track? Is there a certain uh, website or app or anything that you would guide people to to help meet those goals? So... So if you go check out the article, it's full of embedded links okay. that can get you to other tips. Okay. Um, in addition, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, cdc.gov, has gr- a great physical activity site that gives um, plans and helps with goal setting and things like that. So that would be an excellent first stop. Perfect. Awesome. Hey, Libby. Thank you so much for your time. As we wrap up, anything else you want to add for our listeners? One question that I do get is, how do I know if I'm walking fast enough or if I'm being active enough? And one simple strategy to keep in mind is, as you're walking, if you could sing your favorite show tune, you're probably not walking as fast (laughs) as you should. But the good news is, is you should be able to have a conversation with anyone you're walking with. So if you find that as you're walking, it's difficult for you to have a conversation, that's a great indicator that you might need to slow down um, and get used to walking and then try to speed back up after you've gotten some walks under your belt. Gotcha. Awesome. Hey, great stuff. Libby, thank you so much. Uh, for your time today. Again, Happy New Year to you and your family and to all the boilers out there listening. Um, Libby, we'll catch up again, I'm sure, in the future on some other topics, but until then, boiler up. Thank you. Happy New Year to you as well. All right. Take care. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod, and you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.